going to talk about case study number two, um, focusing on German expansion of 1933 through 1940. And we're going to look at the three things that IB wants us to focus on, starting with Germany's cause of expansion, Hitler's main aims. Um, national. This includes the expansion of Eastern Europe, national pride, and living space. We're also going to look at the events through post-war settlements, the Pact of Steel, the Nazi-Soviet Pact, and the outbreak of the war. And we're also going to look at international responses to German aggression. So to begin, we're going to look at the reasons, the motivations, and the background, um, which are Hitler's, Hitler's uh, three aims. The first one is pan-Germanism, um, which Hitler thought was the unification of German minorities. He thought that those who spoke the German language should be able to live in the same country. The second one is race and living space. Hitler believed in the Aryan race, which was his idea of pure Germans being um, superior to any other race. And he believed that the Aryan race should have more space. And this space would be provided from inferior nations. The third aim was that he concluded his natural enemies and allies. Hitler saw Russia as a natural enemy and France, while Britain was considered um, a potential ally. Um, we're also going to look at Nazism, which was the no uh, National Socialist Party founded in 1919. And um, Nazism grew because at the time there was the Weimar Republic, which was also built in 1919, and it was weak. It had years of crisis, it had political unrest and economic crisis. So um, in 1925, when Hitler became the leader of the Nazi party, the German people wanted to get rid of the Weimar Republic and the only radical party there was, was the Nazi party, which was when Hitler and Nazis um, got more attention. We're gonna go to uh, 1933, which was the first event where Germany withdrew from the Guneva Conference. Um, from when Germany withdrew, they also withdrew from the Disarmament Conference and the League of Nations. Um, the Disarmament Conference made nations decrease their arms to only defensive levels, which upset Germany. And the League of Nations blamed Germany for World War I, so Germany dis disliked this treaty. Germany had to pay money for compensations for damage of the war, and they thought that it made Germany bankrupt. Um, in 1919, the Weimar Republic and allies signed the Treaty of Versailles and made Germany give up merchant marine vessels, gave away their overseas possessions, their rights, their interests, had a lot of limitations on what Germany could import and export. Um, so they wanted to withdraw from this League of Nations. Um, in the disarmament conference, Germany wanted other nations to lower their arms to Germany's levels, but France and Britain both refused, and Hitler uses this as an excuse to rearm. And this leads to Germany signing a 10-year non-aggression pact with Poland in 1934. Poland was right next door to Germany, and they were worried that the League of Nations will do nothing to protect them because um, previously we see Japan invading Manchuria and Poland did not want Germany to invade them. So they signed this bilateral pact between Germany and Poland. And this gives the appearance that Hitler is 
someone who could be worked with, someone who could be trusted. Um, but we know that he's just using power, I mean, using Poland for his power, for their power. And at the end of the day, he breaks the pact. Um, this leads to Hitler becoming the tyrant leader in 1934, um, with the Weimar Republic making constant mistakes and made them very unpopular. And um, like I mentioned, the Nazi party was the only radical one. Hitler said that he would get rid of the Treaty of Versailles, um, which made a lot of German people happy since they thought it made Germany bankrupt. This then leads to Hitler gaining more power and wanting to rearm. Germany reintroduces conscription and the Air Force to Germany in 1935. Conscription um, was when Germany forced Germans to enlist in the military to widen their military. Uh, Hitler denounced the military clauses of the treaty and proclaimed immediate general military conscription in Germany. Um, with their military growing, this leads to 1936, the reoccupation of the Rhineland, um, where Germany's military forces reoccupied Rhineland for the first time ever since the end of World War One, shifting the power from France to Germany's hands. And at this at the time, the world was uh, distracted by the Abyssinian crisis. So Hitler saw this as a great opportunity to move. And this allowed Germany to follow his policy of aggression. Hitler also saw no opposition of Western powers. Um, this leads to the Hochback Memoriam of 1937. And it was a meeting that Hitler had with his ministers and military commanders discussing the motivations and intentions for a war of expansion. Um, and he uses, Hitler uses these three main aims to continue to expand territory. And this leads to, in 1938 through 1945, Germany's annexation of Austria. And it wasn't voluntary. Germany boycotted Austria's goods and raw materials. So Austria had no other choice than to unite into one country to form a, quotation marks, greater Germany. Um, because of this, we see the Munich Conference of 1938 where the Czech government agreed to give uh, Czech territory where 50% or more of the population were German. But Czechoslovakia did not attend this conference, so they were kind of just forced into it. And this agreement permitted Germany um, to have the annexation of the Sutherland, giving Hitler the domination of Central Europe. Hitler just kept gaining more power and land, and no one did anything to stop it. Uh, the League of Nations did nothing, as well as the Western powers. And when German troops occupy all of Czechoslovakia in 1945, again, Hitler uses this pan-Germanism excuse or aim, where he believed that all German language speakers should live in the same country. And Hitler's forces invade Czechoslovakia due to three million German speakers in Sutherland. Um, this leads to the May Crisis where um, there was rumors that Germany was going to invade Czechoslovakia and Hitler kept denying them. Uh, the Chamberlain flew three times to meet Hitler and tried to come up with a deal to avoid war um, until Czech agreed that Germany should occupy all of Southern, uh, Sutherland because of the three million uh, German speakers. And as a result of the Munich, Confer Munich Conference, Czechoslovakia, Czechoslovakia lost 70% of its heavy industry, one-third on both natural and man-made uh, resources. 
Um, this leads us to the Nazi-Soviet Pact, which was a pact between Germany and the Soviet Union. And this pact was 1939 through 1941. And this was a neutrality pact between both of these nations. They divided territories of Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, Finland, and Romania into each uh, uh, sphere of influence. They remained a pact until Germany invaded Poland. The reason why Hitler wanted to invade Poland was for Lebensraum, um, basically for living space, where, again, he thought the Aryan race was inferior and he believed that Germans should have enough living space in Eastern and Central Europe. And when Germany invaded Poland, this broke the 10-year uh, non-aggression pact, the bilateral pact that we mentioned at the beginning, and the neutrality pact. And because of this, Britain and France declare war on Germany in 1939, which was when World War II begins. The Polish army was defeated within weeks of the invasion, and France and Britain stood by Poland. And in 1939, the Soviet Union also um, invaded Eastern Poland. Also, through this Nazi-Soviet pact, there was advantages for both Stalin and Hitler as leaders. Those advantages include, well, it was a pact that agreed that each one would remain neutral in the event of another nation being attacked by a third party. Um, it secured Soviet neutrality in the war with Poland, thus preventing a two-front conflict. And the advantages for Stalin was that the Soviet Union could keep trading with Germany, it could keep the Soviet Union out of the war, and it, the Soviet Union had this desire to emerge as the strongest nation, and the Soviet Union also had territorial gains. As of for Hitler, it had a free hand in Poland, and they were able to prevent a two-front war. Um, now we're going to see um, the international responses and of all of this German aggression. Um, we're going to start with Britain. Britain was preoccupied with the economic crisis and the situation in Far East. M many British pol politicians considered the Treaty of Versailles to be unfair, um, so they kind of didn't do anything to stop Germany. Continuing with France, they were concerned about Germany, but they were too weak to act on its own. It was politically divided and had major economic problems. Um, they did develop alliances with Poland, and in the end, we do see Britain and France backing up Poland after Germany invades Poland. And we see the U.S. The USA was focused on domestic concerns, and they wanted to be isolated from the world. They tried to remain neutral by passing the Neutrality Acts. Um, they did not want another war because memories of World War I were still fresh. We're going to talk about the Pact of Steel, which was an alliance between Germany and Italy. And this linked them, both of these countries, both politically and militarily. It was an agreement to come to the aid of one another in case one of them got involved in hostilities. This, will, this went hand in hand with the Nazi-Soviet Pact of 1939 and gave each nation a lot of power. Basically, the German expansion of 1933 through 1948, following the Hochback Conference, Hitler had the chance to take more risks. No one was doing anything to stop him. He was able to take over Austria, take over Sunland, and it put Hitler in a position where he could achieve Lebensraum, which was the more living space, more territory for uh, Germans. He achieved the annexation of Austria, which we already mentioned, the dismemberment of Czechoslovakia. Um, we see that these aims 
were the reason why Hitler kept moving forward and expanding his territory. Um, we see that the international responses did nothing to prevent Hitler from doing so. And this is how Germany moved to a global war. Thank you. Mm -hmm.